Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hi everyone, you're listening to Following On and it's been another very positive day for England in Chennai. One to remember for Joe Root, certainly, who scored his fifth double hundred in Test Match Cricket while Ben Stokes entertained us during the morning session with a thrilling 82. It means that England have finished the day on 555 for eight and over the next half an hour or so, uh, me, Mark Nicholas, uh, will be joined by Darren Goff and Gareth Batty and we're going to look at the day's action. This is Following On here on TalkSport 2. Well, let's take a, um, a tactical view and an emotional view. Uh, England batted on this evening and we talked a little bit about the game standing still. I completely get Joe Root's idea that runs on the board first innings and effectively tried to only bat once in the match are the way to go. Equally, I thought it would have been handy to have had half an hour at the uh, Indian Openers uh, this evening with Joffrey Archer and James Anderson specifically. Um, Gareth Batty and Darren Goff are here. Let's take the tactical view from uh, Gareth. What would you have done? I would have done exactly what England did. Um, I would have hoped that uh, I, I could have had some senior batters in for a bit longer. Uh, we just lost those wickets when we were talking here with sort of two hours to go and three hours to go. You know, would England declare tonight and so on and so forth? I just think uh, it just shows how, um, how 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 wickets can tumble, how the game can change, how quickly it can change in the subcontinent. And if you're in a great position, keep ramming it home. But uh, no, I, I think get as many as you possibly can. Uh, more traffic on the surface and uh, a bit more a uh, bit more sunshine on it, and hopefully it explodes. Uh, I'll come to you, Darren, in just a minute. But we've got. Ben Stokes. Ben, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you, mate. Great. Are you well? How did it feel to be back? <laughs> yeah, I'm good, thanks. Uh, yeah, obviously, um, great to be back and uh, playing with the boys. Uh, obviously, I had a bit of time off, but, um, you know, I absolutely love being back out there and uh, yeah. wearing the England shirt. 
How much of the two test matches in Sri Lanka did he watch? Um, I'm not going to lie. didn't really pay too much attention to the live cricket, um, but I was constantly checking the scorecards and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, obviously with the team's taken a lot of confidence um, from that yeah. victory out in Sri Lanka and Ruti's just continued yeah. on his merry way with making batting um, look like it's the easiest thing in the world yeah. at the moment. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've, that was my question really to you was how, you know, you walked into a dressing room that must be bubbling with confidence, but that um, that's so good for, for Joe. Um, you know, he's an understated guy. Uh, and I know that you were all kind to him um, on the eve of his 100th test match. But to come out and play the way he did when all the attention's already on him anyway, shows, uh, well, a great temperament and, and of course, a great mind for the game. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, we all know how good of a player Joe Root is and, you know, the records that he's, you know, broken and will break. But I'm not sure, you know, obviously he's a great player of spin, but I don't think we've ever seen an England player come out and dominate spin in the way that he does. Um, you know, on certain periods of times, um, spin can really tie batsmen down. But Joe's just got an option for everything, you know, every situation, every type of bowler that sort of comes on and bowls at him in the subcontinent and um, stood at the other end and, you know, watching when you're not out there in the middle is just, you know, something to, um, to, to sounds a bit over the top, but to treasure because it's, it's mm. not going to come along around that often mm. that an England player can play, you know, such high quality spin with such ease. Yeah, no, well summed up, I think. Um, you also played very well yourself and you were happy to take them on, particularly down the ground and, over mid-wicket, you must have uh, been so happy to, to have been in such good nick. Um, yeah, I mean, well, to be honest, it's a strange one. Um, you know, if I had this build-up uh, like I did three, four, five years ago, you know, I probably would have been, you know, a bit nervous coming into this test match because it hasn't been, you know, I haven't felt that great form in the nets, but, you know, I haven't really let that take over. Um, I don't know, my confidence, um, you know, it's, because you, you can never take form from the nets and never take bad form from the nets into a game, if you know what I mean. Um, but yeah. getting out getting out there, being in the competition and everything like that sort of yeah. um, just sort of brought all the flow and everything back. And to be honest, when I had a few balls spit out of me out of that rough from the deem, I sort of, um, I went the other way around and just said, I'd rather be caught, you know, sort of in the deep than be caught at short leg or gloving one up in the air than being a little bit too defensive. Yeah, so what is the... Uh, which the... paid off. What is the boys' view on the pitch now? I mean, there must have, was there ever a thought of declaring this evening? <laughs> no, no. Um, okay. I don't. I think if you win the toss and bat first, then you're declaring with ten overs to go after on day two. There's, that's a pretty rogue decision to make. Right. Um, this wicket's not going to. This wicket's not going to get any better. Right. Um, I think you look at the way how Test cricket goes out here. You, if you bat first, you bat for as long as you possibly can. Um, you know, you want to get six hundred and, and only bat once. Yeah. Um, because, uh, you know, as we know, the wickets out here don't get any better. Um, you know, they get slower and lower and they spin and deteriorate as and it goes on. Is it fair, last question, is, is, is it fair to say that the balance has just come back a little bit to the bowler if it was heavily in favour of batsmen on that pitch? Now there is a, a sign of a little something there for both seamer and spinner. Well, I think, you know, I think there's always been a, you know, there's been reverse swing there for the seamers. It's just that when they've came on to bowl, it's been at two batters who have managed to get themselves in. 
And you look at that back end of period there when Ishan bowled uh, really well with the reverse swinging ball when he got Joss and Jofra. Um, you know, if, if we can make something like that happen and, you know, early on um, into their middle order, then, you know, the game cracks right, right open. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of just about when we get the ball, it's about taking those wickets and mm. understanding when those times come um, because we know how hard reverse swing is to play against. Um, um, but yeah, I think, you know, there's something in it for the spinners, yeah. obviously. Um, and then, you know, as we've seen at the back end of the day that um, the ball started to reverse swing. Great, Ben. Thanks for your time. Well played today. Terrific. Yeah. Thank you. No worries. Thanks, Mark. Cheers, mate. Okay, cheers, mate. Um, Goffey, he, he, you know, he's a... What do we... There's nothing left to say about Ben Stokes, though I do <laughs> think it's interesting, his point about if it had been four or five years ago and he'd come into the game with so little preparation, he'd have been nervous, whereas he felt very comfortable even though he hadn't been in great form in the nets. Yeah, he's comfortable in the side, and I think um, that's all credit to the management on these players. They know if they're going to be left out and rested for a couple of test matches, if they're good enough players, they're going to come straight back into the side. It's your captain, your coach, knowing your best team, but having the confidence to leave them out and, and make sure they're fresh for that next tour. And with Ben, he's played a lot of cricket around the world. Um, he's, he's a confident chap. Um, and I think he's proven over the last two years with the stop and starts but he can, he can do it. And I think that must have given him terrific confidence going into this series, knowing that he's done it before. How much cricket have you played against him yourself, Gareth? Uh, two or three games. Um, and then obviously the tour to India with him. Um, but um, not a huge amount. Uh, uh, when you play against him, is he an overbearing opponent? You know, some people carry themselves in a way that sort of makes an opponent shudder. We were uh, we had a little tussle. It was a, a game at the Oval maybe three or four years ago, and um, he was trying to bowl us out on the last day, and I, I was sort of the old man taking a bit of stick and a few bounces and a, a bit of intimidation. And sometimes you have to meet a bit of fire with fire, um, and uh, certainly he responds to that in uh, in his competitive nature. Um, but as soon as you walk off the field, it's kind of like got on you there we had a good we had a good tussle there sort of thing he's just a competitive man and wants to uh, wants to win i think he's a, a brilliant example for everybody yes uh, there you go that's a great way to end a little discussion on ben a brilliant example to everybody and clearly an inspiration for the team a talisman of the team so it's great that he's back and one of the few bowlers goffey who could break a partnership on a pitch like this isn't he he finds spells of, of physical strength that defy belief He's a very skillful bowler, and I think sometimes we've used him just as a battering ram uh, for the short pitch bowling. We saw that in Sri Lanka, which he did it really well, didn't he, on the previous one, not the last one, one before that. But I actually think he's a very, very skillful bowler who can bowl long spells or he can bowl short spells and go for it and try and get up to 90 miles an hour. We've seen that. And I think he'd be an handful on this pitch. If he gets the ball, he has that awkward angle he releases the ball from going into the right-handed batsman and if the ball is reversing I think you'll find him very difficult to play against and he's right it is deteriorating the pitch England have got 555 runs on the board um, but I honestly do believe it. if they would have got they, they had the better batsman in they would have got to 550 570 a lot quicker that last half an hour just drifted didn't it really with leach and best batting but listen they're going to bat on with the sounds of it uh, tomorrow morning they can get another 20 30 runs and then we'll see what happens when india bat because with rohit sharma and shuman gill at the top they like to play shots 
But I know from experience of watching Rowett, if he gets in, Mark, he gets big scores. So they'll have to... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Get him early. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, and he's, yes, he scores quickly too. That's that's the other point. But uh, it's rare. It, I mean, it certainly has happened. Famously, uh, England in Adelaide in 2006. But this sort of a score, somewhere between 550 and 600, it's pretty rare that sides lose a game from there. Um, it looks like you can control the game a bit. Now more is happening for the ball. I want to talk about the ball, the, 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 this new uh, SG ball that, that, that they've used that is just a mess. For anybody tuning in for the first time, this is the following on podcast. We're reviewing the second day, uh, the test match between England uh, and India in Chennai. It's going England's way at the moment, 555 for eight, but they're using a a, a, a redeveloped cricket ball by a well-known Indian manufacturer. And and it's just been so distressed, so dried out and damaged and the seams splitting and then tearing uh, and, and, and the leather on the ball is roughed up badly. Um, what does that mean? Is it simply a poorly made ball? Does it actually help the bowler in the end that it becomes harder to hit? Tell us. I think the SG ball was the closest thing um, in world cricket to what we use in England, which is a Duke's ball. Um, It generally has a tiny bit of lacquer on it at the start. And then the ball uh, has that nice seam. It's not a a wide, flat seam like you get on a kookaburra. It's slightly pronounced. So by all accounts, they've they've raised the profile of the seam. It's a little bit taller. Um, And what we know from history of English balls when they've tried to do that, actually, it's very difficult to get the tightness of the stitching. 
So it looks to us on here like 20 overs, 25 overs in. It's almost ripping parts of the seam away because it's almost too pronounced. You can't get the tightness into the cork and into the leather of the ball, which makes it soft, which then you know, defeats the object of trying to change the composition of the ball because nobody wants a soft and, and, and a deteriorating seam. Well, that's the surface as well, isn't it? It's ripped the, the, the seam, the permanent seam to bits. And so, yep, they've tried to make it more competitive by having a harder ball. They said will last longer and stay hard for 60 overs. But I think it's proven in this test match so far that's not happened, does it? The seam's shredded, as Bats has just talked about. And the ball didn't seem to keep its lacquer on. It didn't seem to keep its shine. And it didn't seem to stay hard. And, but what we have seen today with a ball, and I think that's more down to the pitch, is a li little bit more bounce. And I think that's what will excite England's bowlers, especially Leach and Beth. And the fact that when it got badly damaged, so much so that looking at it, you wondered if they'd continue to play with it, it actually seemed to do a bit more, particularly with reverse swing. Yeah, so if you think of the a little bit of the softness of the ball, you think of the great exponents, apart from Darren who's sat with us, you think of Waka and Wazim. They wanted the older ball almost softer, softer the better for them because you're almost taking the pitch out of the equation a little bit. So reverse swing, you attack and defend in the same breath. You ball that sort of top of the stumps bounced length on the surface. The batter's got nothing to work with, apart from just keeping it out because it's ducking into the pads and the stumps. And the softer it is, the more likely it is to go low. Yeah, uh, so that, that's what we're talking about. When you, play when you play on slow, low pitches, and this is not a quick pitch. We, we've seen that. Bumrah, when he's bowled the odd bouncer, he's really had to put in, ball it on his toes, hasn't he, on the follow-through. But when it comes down to it, the ball's soft, and if it does start the tail in and you get that reverse swing, it can keep low, especially on a surface which is very dry, which is starting to deteriorate, and that's what Bats were saying. Uh, about the batsman running up and down the side of the pitch, not through the middle of it, because you can't do that. It's illegal, right? <laughs> but running up and down the side because lots of traffic on the pitch, and, and that will help England over the next three days. Right, let's move on here, because uh, a, a fair while back now, you, you saw a, a young boy emerging through the junior Yorkshire ranks out of Sheffield um, with a great talent. Initially, he was likened to Michael Vaughan, um, and, of course, he's developed into very much his own man, uh, a successful England captain. And today he's done something remarkable. He's made the highest score by any Englishman uh, there at Chennai in, in an Indian test, test, test match, going past Alistair Cook's 196 to 218. Joe Root, in his 100th test, has uh, justified all the promise he showed uh, and, and all the talent he has. Unbelievable. Um, like I said, he was a very small uh, teenager when he was 13, 14. I think people I've spoke to were around him at that time, said very talented, struggled to get the ball off the square. I think he's been one of the first to admit that. So that's where he developed his sweep shot. And they thought he'd be a good county player. They didn't think he'd go on to reach the heights he has done. I mean, th it's remarkable uh, that he's gone on to do that. Um, and... For someone who couldn't get the, the ball off the square, and you look at him now and the way he bats, he can play against any type of bowling. And that's the biggest compliment. You've heard Ben Stokes talking about him there. The way he plays spin in all conditions, he works out the bowler, he works out how they're bowling at him, and he works out where he's going to score his runs without being bogged down, without being tied down. And that is a massive skill, right? Graham Thorpe in my era were good at it. He didn't tip boundaries, Graham. 
but he absolutely kept rotating the strike. And that is so important to have a game plan. And Joe Root has now shown in Sri Lanka, he's shown in India, but he can, against any sort of spin, whether it be wrist spin, left arm spin, off spin, but he finds a way to score and keep the scoreboard ticking. Yeah, I think the biggest compliment you can pay, play, pay any player is people now are going to say, oh, this young fella, this boy plays like Root. He's now Joe Root, England's best player for me. He's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful player. His numbers back it up, the way he's leading the team. Now other people are going to be compared to him. He stands alone now. He doesn't need comparing against anybody. Yeah, I think that's well summed up. And now we'll sum up the day. England have finished it 555 for eight. Remember, they were 263 for three overnight. And we said, well, if they were to double that score, that would be a heck, a heck of an effort. Well, they've done more than that. They've gone ahead of double that score. And we've heard that they will bat on tomorrow morning with uh, the unbeaten batsman Dominic Bess on 28 and Jack Leach on six, James Anderson to come. So really, it's just more of the same tomorrow morning until the point at which the Indian openers are exposed to Jofra Archer and James Anderson, Goffey. Yep, and I can't wait for that. Oh, excuse me. <coughs> Peanut. No, I'm on a king. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about um, watching uh, our Jimmy Anderson bowl there because it would have been a tight call that who gets it between Anderson and Broad. I thought they both bowled beautifully in Sri Lanka. They played one test each. They've gone for Anderson in this first test. We know uh, there's not been much orthodox swing throughout this test match, but I think with Jimmy... If anybody's going to swing a cricket ball, it's going to be Jimmy Anderson. So I'm really excited to watch him that first two or three overs. And Joffrey Archer's got a little bit to prove, you know, Mark. In overseas conditions, his own test record is fantastic. But when he's gone away from home, he's struggled, took a little bit of criticism, but he's used to India. He's played a few series now in the IPL. I'm interested to see how he rocks up and what sort of paces he can bowl. Yeah, well, the fact is he's replaced Stuart Broad in the side, so he better be on it, as they say. He's got to be on it. Uh, I'm going to leave Gareth with the, with the last word because much in this match will depend on England's two spinners. Yeah, I think the first innings, they need helping out from the seamers. I really do. I think uh, let's make sure that uh, India don't avoid the follow-on. Um, with some real patience, some real skill. But then hopefully the pitch starts to explode and then it's just managing that expectation. And the great man himself, Shane Warne, said when the pitch starts doing a lot, you don't need too many variations. You just need to bowl a lot of good balls in that dangerous area for the batsmen. So I think the simplest thing is stick to the basics for the spinners and hopefully they'll be in a position to win a game of cricket for England. Gentlemen, thank you. Fascinating uh, as ever. Uh, don't go away, folks, because uh, we're now going to take you through the best bits of the day. Oh, good shot. It's full from Ashwin. He says, do you want to come at me? And the answer is emphatic. He taps the ground. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Stands and cuts. Beautiful stroke. Quality shot. Ben Stokes gets a full wide delivery and drives through the covers for four more. And Joe Root, easily as you like, just pushes into the offside into cover and takes a single to take him to 150 not out. Has he ever played better than this? Guess what? Ben Stokes does it again, pings it out the middle, back-to-back -back reverse sweeps to take him to 50. He's just having a net, Ben, isn't he? Slog sweep once again and connects with it beautifully through mid-wicket for four more. That is his 
fifth boundary in the last three overs. He is absolutely flying along now. Oh, he's down the pitch there, and he gets all of it way over mid on, maybe into the top tier of that stand. Beautiful ball strike from a wonderful batsman. Strong sweep here as uh, Shabazz Nadim comes back into the attack. It's caught at deep backward oh. square leg. Ben Stokes, who's profited so richly from the slog sweep, has perished to it in the end. Ashwin in once again. Roots coming down the pitch. He's going over mid on. Has he cleared it? Yes, he has. Double. Joe Root, double hundred. Take a bow, captain, in your 100th test. Well, we've reached that point of try anything if you're the captain. And Rohit Sharma will be uh, turning his arm over. Down comes Pope. Nice, nice, really nice. That is a super shot. That's close to LBW and maybe LBW. Yep, it sure is. And uh, England are not to review it, I wouldn't think. Uh, he looked in front of all three, did Ollie Pope. That's as out as they come. No, they are for LBW. Oh, he's given it out. He's given it out. He'll definitely review that. Pitching in line, impact in line. Wickets hitting. This, of course, won't receive a standing ovation from a crowd, but everybody in their hearts will be applauding an outstanding performance in his 100th test match. The England captain is finally out for 280. Butler's there and he's caught behind, is he? They're pleading with umpire Chowdhury to stick his finger up. Butler's come forward. Oh, oh that looks like a regulation nick all day of the week and twice on Sunday. And that is 500 for England. That will rub salt into the Indian wounds. 525 for six. He's shown. Oh. He's left it alone. Butler's left it alone. There's just a little bit of drift back in towards the stumps. Hold him. First ball, Jofra Archer done completely by Ishan Sharma. Donbass goes and uh, clips it into the leg side and Rohit Sharma drops a goober. That's an absolute dolly. Rohit Sharma not fancying facing James Anderson for one over with a brand new SG ball. That's what that is. Last ball of the day, Jasper Bummer into Donbass and he pushes it gently up to Ashwin at mid on. And uh, that's the end of the day's play. Exclusive ball-by-ball -ball commentary of the first test match live from Chennai. Only on TalkSport 2. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final... You can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today roundabout season two presented by nissan is live now and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way we're talking rest stops if we're stopping to get gas you will be timed misguided plans i grew up in the city so i have like you know a healthy fear of Real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. 
Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.